0: Hello, and thank you for listening to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Steven. alongside here with Nobody. This is the first ever Everything Must Go podcast episode with just me, because Brandon's been super, super busy, so now it's all on me to, uh, to work this out. I hate to disappoint you guys, but on this episode, we actually are not going to be talking about Kevin Hart, because when I thought about what I wanted to do for this episode, I uh, didn't really have too much to say about the Kevin Hart incident, so I didn't want to just ramble on about something without any um, intelligence behind it, so instead, what you've got here is an episode of me talking about career and lifestyle and why people don't a lot of times actually do what they want to do with their life. And in this episode, we're first going to talk about the parents and basically how the household that you grow up in affects the situation. Then we're going to talk about your college education and and sort of everything after high school. Then we're going to talk about the questions that you guys wrote in for me on Instagram at Stephen Russell B. Then we're going to talk about the corporate environment and how a lot of times people get pressured into doing that. Then we'll do a little bit of a breakup in the show because there's a lot going on in my life and Brandon's life, so I'll fill you in on why you haven't been hearing as much from us recently. I've only been doing some live streams. Brandon's been doing an occasional post on Instagram, and uh, we've been just doing one episode a week, so I'll fill you in a little bit of that, give you a breakdown of what's to come, and then after that break, going to talk about a couple other things about is it important to actually follow your your career ambition, and also why do I think I personally succeed, or do I think that I personally succeed in doing the things that I want out of my life? So it's weird doing an episode just completely by myself. So if I get a little bit winded in this one, apologize in advance. I've never had to do this before. So uh, without further ado, when you're growing up you every decision that you're making in your life is based on something that you see within your household whether it's the your your elders or maybe it's even just a sibling younger or older like the things that you see in your house those are going to be the things that are going to impact how you live your life for example me i was i'm one of two so i've got me and my younger brother so i kind of paved the way for what my brother Was going to do with his life uh, because I would be the person that he would look up to. But keep in mind, when I say look up to, you could also be resentful of. So it's not necessarily a situation where because you see someone, it automatically means that you're going to be better off or you're going to do the. You could either, it's kind of like with with your parents too. You could either rebel or you could kind of be like them. And what tends to be the two different ways that we in general handle situations. To go with that, as we're, we're growing up, we don't really have the ability too much to think outside of what we see around us because we're just not exposed to all of the things. And we we just flat out don't have the the capability to think about some of these things because we're we're just kids. Like, give yourself a break. It's fine. It's fine that you're not thinking about, well, I wonder if I should go down a career path where I, um, Really excel in computer design because you know I'm very very patient with things and I think I could work through that. It would be great if we could all do that, but I I know myself. I know I sure as hell was not thinking about that kind of thing. When you're a kid, you're thinking more like, oh, uh, I've got Rugrats on TV. These kids look like they're having a lot of fun. Why don't the parents understand what these kids are saying? Because I always used to think that myself, <laughs> but. The reason why I, I take it from such a basic premise to talk about the big picture of why I don't think people actually go after the career and lifestyle that they want is because quite frankly, when you're trying to find your way in the world, we all are peer pressured no matter what age and what stage we're at in life. So the good example, little kid us, like little kid and me, I was someone who I like to play with blocks. I was very much a, a creative little kid when I I um I always played imagination like related things with toys and such. I I probably should have had this idea in my head that I should do something kind of creative with my life. However, that's not really something that was ever pushed on me because I come from a background of like um salespeople. Uh, Entrepreneurs, um, I don't know. We've got a lot of more like I don't know how to describe it. I guess not. Like I don't. There's not a whole lot of what you'd say those those kind of career paths where you would go to grad school for. Like some people in my family got college degrees, but it's not a thing that a lot of people got. So I wasn't really thinking that somewhere down the line I would go down a path that would be very, very, as you might say, white-collar. Instead, my mind was more on the idea of, I'm gonna do something that my my parents have pushed on me. So in my head the whole time, I was always doing things that I was exposed to. For example, I played a lot of sports growing up because that was something that my dad did. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm super happy I did that. I, I like sports a lot myself. But that was something that was a product of something that I was exposed to growing up. Whereas a lot of people, if you were exposed to, I mean, if you if you grew up around an alcoholic family or drug dealers in your family, that's going to affect you. That's either going to make you want to be like that, or as I said, you're going to end up rebelling against it. Because that tends to be what we do in life. We don't always do It won't always do exactly what our peers do. Sometimes we do the complete opposite. So as we move on from, from childhood, I think we get impacted a lot by those moments where something gets really uncomfortable. So when you're exposed to something and it's not like what you're used to, for example, me, I was super uncomfortable about getting up on a stage and singing and I was really uncomfortable about doing a lot of things in my art classes because I I mean, I didn't really grow up around a bunch of artists. So for me, it was really uncomfortable, nor did I grow up around many singers. So that was something that it took me a little bit of time to get more used to doing that kind of thing. So it wasn't until I actually saw people outside of my comfort zone doing that, that I started to say, well, maybe I could actually do this if I put my mind to it and maybe I'm closing myself off to it. But at the same time, when you're, when you're young, it's not like that's the easiest thing ever to do. And don't get me wrong. Certain people are definitely better than other people at this. Like I think all in all, I was pretty bad at just trying to be myself back then. It just wasn't something that I I did very well, but I think everyone handles it a little bit differently, but you don't want to be picked on. That's what it comes down to. It's very uncomfortable when you're a kid, when someone makes fun of you. For example, when I would, if you do, if you're a guy and you do something that is perceived as feminine or something that a girl should do, you get ridiculed a lot of times. And especially growing up, it's a little bit harder to deal with that because you've never You haven't faced that situation as many times. As we get older, you become more immune to things when you're facing things over and over and over again. So that's why childhood is such a tough thing because we've never seen this stuff before. So when we face it, it gets difficult. And I think that that applies a lot to what happens later on in life too. So without jumping too far ahead, yeah, it's a difficult thing to... Get ridiculed <laughs> it's a difficult thing for us to feel like what we're doing is not the the it thing to do or the cool thing to do because at the end of the day we all want acceptance, and I know that's something that I strive for like i I want to feel accepted in one way or another as much as I feel like I'm independent and I don't care what other people say, like you're going to care about it, and when you haven't experienced. As much like as I'm saying as a kid it's going to affect you quite a bit and this trend continues right a lot of your childhood so it kind of goes on and on and you start developing this mindset of there's the popular kids and then there's the losers and you sort of you sort of categorize people like this is something that happens at a pretty young age where you start looking at the world in this way. And it's really unfortunate, and I wish that we didn't do this, but ultimately we do do this. And why do we do it? Why do we categorize people? Why do we say, I want to be like that person? Because we find something that we admire about them, which is one of the most interesting ironies of life to me, is that the people who are the most likely to step out of the comfort zone and to go do something big are the ones that actually, at the end of the day, those are the ones that we actually, th- or that actually end up being the really successful and the really cool people or the popular people. If we base it around the idea of being a kid, because <laughs> when, when we're younger, we gravitate towards those people who we see them and we're like, wow that kid who plays on the football team, all the girls think that they're really cool. I want to be like that. I think it's something that crosses all of our minds as we're growing up is, no matter, like, this is something I want to say too. Like, no matter who you are, this does affect you to a certain extent. Like, I I can't imagine that no matter what stereotype that you were in elementary school or high school, there's always someone who you looked at and you were like, I kind of wish I had something that they had. But for one reason or another, you you couldn't be like them. What's really fascinating is you'll see in schools that people will wear certain like types of clothes to try to be a part of the same clique. For example, when I was in elementary school, there was this time where everybody got the North Face jackets. Actually, I think it was in middle school. Where all the girls had the North Face jackets. And that kind of made you just feel cool and, be, and feel like you're a part of something. Because we all want to feel like we're a part of something. And I always found that to be super interesting. But part of the reason why people would do that, even if you didn't feel like it was something that you really wanted to do deep down, you'd still do it because... The idea of not having that or trying to wear something outside of the ordinary, people might say, well, what's your, what's your deal? Like, why would you do that? Or like, you're not cool. And God forbid, we wouldn't want to go through that, or at least a lot of people wouldn't want to go through that. So that's what happens. People just aren't actually doing what they want. They want to feel accepted. So they end up just wearing what everyone else wears. And I bring that up because that is the the general trend throughout this is we don't like confrontation and we don't like to feel that we don't fit into a, a group. We always want to feel like there's some sort of group that we fit into. So And within that, I'm even including people who don't want to be a part of a group because that in itself is sort of a group. It's like you want to be the rebel which I totally get because I think for me, a lot of the times, my idea was I could not be a part of any group because that makes me unique or that makes me feel special. And that to me is really no better. So I don't feel special or cool that I decided to go down that path sometimes. Which brings me to the second part of the discussion. So college, but not just college. I'm talking about when you graduate high school. So for a big part of our lives, we just go through the motions. For the first 18 years, it's pretty set in stone as to what you do. And there's a lot of variables. So I'm not saying that you can't do anything else. There's tons of variables. You can drop out of school. You can really do whatever you want. That's the great thing about life is you can do whatever you want. But we don't. <laughs> so during that, that time frame of going through the school system, And trying to find our way, we hit the point of we turn 18 years old and we're just like, what do we do now? Because that's the end of everyone else telling us what we have to do with their life. But now you get your independence. However, if you're anything like me, you weren't thinking the entire time, what am I going to do with my life? And now it's hit you like a freight train. And you're just sitting there thinking, well, am I going to go to college? If I go to college, what am I going to study? Hopefully you thought a little bit more, but I admittedly didn't think as much about this as I feel like I probably should have. So, at this time, you might go to college. You might start applying to schools. You might think, eh, college is not for me. I'm gonna go to a trade school, or I'm just gonna get a job and figure it out, or I'm gonna be a traveling musician. You could do whatever you wanna do, and that's part of the beauty of it. But this is also the point in time where a lot of people are led to do something because it feels comfortable or it feels like it's what someone else wants them to do or what is expected for them to do. For me, for example, when I graduated high school, I had a thought of, well, I got to go to college because I have no skills. Like, what am I What am I really going to do? And I've said this before in previous episodes. Like, what am I what am I really that good at that I can make a bunch of money off of? And my only thought was the thing that I think I do well is I have a pretty good personality and I'm super competitive. So if I can somehow combine those together, maybe I can create something and really make a good life for myself. So that being the case, what happened was I turned the stage and I say, well, I'm going to go to college because that will prolong things for me a little bit. And I can kind of follow what the rest of my friends do because a lot of my friends went to college. So I figure I can just follow what they're doing. I mean, if they're doing it, then maybe that'll give me some, I mean, maybe it'll work for me as well. I know people who went to college and did really well. So let's give it a shot. I wasn't a great high school student. So I went off to college and I spent a year just kind of close to home college and it was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And it was there that actually I decided, oh, I should do something maybe on TV. I think TV was just a big mindset of mine, which is crazy because it's not even really been that much time that's gone by. And yet TV has really become way less of a focal point. And now it's more about content creating and stuff. So just to think of how much the world has changed from then is crazy to me. But so if we we take this mindset of what, I wanted to do it's I'm gonna find a way to get on TV no matter what it takes, because that's the lifestyle that I want. That's the career path that I want. But it's super broad, so there's nothing really specific there for me to latch on to. But no one in my family had done that before. So I'm sort of and none of my friends are anything. So I'm sort of just left with this idea of what am I gonna do? Like how am I going to do this? I'm gonna have to study this stuff. I'm going to have to try and figure out what it is that I enjoy about this because I don't know. Like I really didn't know I really didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was if I was going to get this career or have this lifestyle that I envisioned in my head, I was going to have to make some sacrifices and that was going to be a tough thing to do because I didn't have anyone to base these decisions off of. So I think sometimes we make these we make decisions in our life because we just don't we don't know where to get the information from. Like we don't have a so-called mentor. Like I think it's really valuable if you can actually find a mentor that you can look at and say I want to have their life because if you have that then you can ask them the necessary questions. Otherwise you're sort of just looking out there, reaching for something, and just hoping that you find something. So that's a tough part of it. So I think a lot of people, they might have a a goal or dream of some kind. Maybe it's to be a huge rock star. I know, for example, Brandon and I have talked about this before, where when Brandon was pursuing music, one of the things that he didn't really have a good grasp on was even though he had the talent and all the ability to make great music was, well, how do I actually get discovered? How do I actually put myself out there in a manner in which I put myself in a good position to be successful? Cause there's a lot to it. There's a lot to any career that you're going to go down and any, any path. And a lot of times the obstacle in front of you is just the fear of the unknown, and Brandon dealt with a lot of ridicule doing music because it wasn't a conventional path. Why do you think a lot of people, when they graduate college or feel so good about graduating college, because it's, if you look at a trajectory of life, it does set you up well to graduate college because it's easier to get jobs. It looks better by a lot of people to say that you went to college. And this goes back again to the original part of, this conversation when you were a kid you just wanted to feel the acceptance from others whether it was wearing a north face jacket or just doing something that other people felt good about and that doesn't change we want to feel like we're smart we want to feel like people are going to pat us on the back and say you're super successful you're great at what you're doing because that matters to us whether we want to admit to it or not so that being the case when we Look at our lives post graduation a lot of times we're making moves based on someone telling us you know you don't want to you don't want to struggle as a musician because I mean Brandon will tell you it's not easy having to put on these shows and and not knowing how you're gonna make money by doing it like, by creating art and Another thing to keep in mind is the long term picture which Brandon and I have discussed several times. Let's say Brandon became very, very successful in music by touring and such. That lifestyle that he's going to then live is going to be one in which he's going to travel a lot. And that's something that you have to actually like keep in your mind. So a lot of times we think that we want something. For example, we think we want to be CEOs because we see their, how much money they make. We think that with all this money... Or we have all this freedom to do all these great things. But the problem is if you have a bunch of money but no freedom because you're always working maybe 100 hours a week or something, are you really rich? Because you don't have time to spend the money and to give yourself that freedom. And that's one of the parts of having a career and lifestyle matchup is you can try to tell yourself, I'm going to go after something. And I'm going to go after it with all I can, but at the end of it or when you finally reach this destination, it may not be the lifestyle that you want. So kind of circling back to the whole point of this episode is a lot of times we're we're focused on certain aspects of lifestyle and certain aspects of career, but... We're not thinking about the whole big picture, so I think another reason why we aren't achieving these things, or we're just not planning this out well. We're not thinking it through as much as we should be thinking through our career and our lifestyle, because there's so many pieces and parts that go into making this type of thing happen. All right, so we're getting kind of uh, we're getting kind of far into this here, so let's go ahead and go into some of the questions that you guys asked me here via Instagram. All right, all right, all right, all right. For any of you who are just joining here, I had a, a lot of times on Instagram, so at Steven Russell B, and that's Steven with a V and not PH. You guys will see that I have these kind of questions that I ask people where you can you can ask me anything, or sometimes I'll, I'll ask a specific question on there. So this comes from that. This was just an ask me anything. First question is cats or dogs, and why? This is a good question. Very simple question that I've definitely been asked before, but definitely dogs, because I've never had a cat before. I don't have like a lot of experience with cats in general, but I would say... I like cats too. They're they're fine or whatever. I know some people have a, a really big gripe against cats, but I don't. I don't see it. They can be cute. They're cool. And what I like about them too over dogs is that they're. I feel like they're easier to take care of. So I like that. When it comes to dogs, though, I like them a lot because one, I have a dog. Well, I, my parents have a dog, but I consider my dog Astro. He's great. He's a havanese, kind of like a maltese, sort of. I'm allergic to dogs, which really sucks, so he's hypoallergenic, and his fur is more like hair, so he's really, really soft. I like that a lot, and um, I don't know. Dogs are kind of fun because they'll play fetch, at least Astro will. I can throw him something, he'll come back. There's nothing, nothing I don't enjoy about that, and yeah, I don't know. I guess just maybe dogs are a little bit more active, so I kind of like that part of it, but either is really fine. I don't have a huge gripe. Uh, Then the next question here is what's the first thing I do every morning? So this question is kind of a tough one for me because the real answer is the first thing I do is I hit my alarm clock on my phone and say (laughs) snooze. So after I do that multiple times, because I hit snooze probably, I don't know, probably at least three times every morning. But after I do that, I go on my phone, I check Instagram, see if anything's going on there, check all my social media accounts. And then just because I think this is maybe kind of unique from what a lot of people do in the mornings, every morning I I don't have breakfast or anything, but I have a protein shake every single morning. And ever since I've moved to that strategy of a protein shake every morning and then I don't eat again until noon or later, I feel like I'm the most productive. I don't know what it is. I read somewhere about having certain amount of grams of protein is really good for you in the morning and that it, it, it really, like, it does work to me, at least everyone's different though. So whenever someone tries to give you this sort of workout advice or nutrition advice, I think it it could be taken with a, there's okay. So before I say something, it, it is, it's one of those things where there's obvious things that you should do, but I do think that there's like the way that your body is, everyone reacts to things a little bit differently. All right, so moving on to the next part here. One of the things that we get stuck in when we get older on in life, and this is something that I've battled a lot here, is this idea of probably when you get around my age, so I'm about to turn 27, where kids come into the picture or marriage, and then there's the idea of getting the traveling out of your system because eventually you're going to have kids or you're going to have to settle down. And then there's this idea of you got to get the so-called corporate job or that job that is, gives you the, the lifestyle that you want so you feel comfortable and you're able to provide for the people who are a part of your family. So within this, the reason why we feel this pressure now is because if anyone's ever lost their job before or got fired or something, it's not a good feeling, right? Like one time I took a job, and two months in, the position got cut. So I was out of a job. And it's one of those feelings of like, ah, man. But I could actually at that time, I could move in with my parents for a little bit. And I was easily able to get back up and work through things. The problem is that not everyone is that fortunate. So once you get married, you now have another person to support. And that being the case, as much as it is enjoyable to have that job to make not much money but get to travel and stuff there comes a certain point in time where you have to make some sort of sacrifice or you have to push yourself extra far to make sure that you make enough to not only provide for you but also your significant other which this to me is where the whole concept of corporate america and this desire to become stable in something getting that stable job really you don't need a stable job per se when you're in a situation like let's say me, for example, twenty-six-year-old single guy. It's just me. At the end of the day, there's not a ton that I need to get by. But that's because me personally, like, I don't need that much. But you know, if I had a wife, I would have to provide. And then it it the whole thing is complicated way more. Once you also throw kids into the equation, when you have kids in the equation, now you got to take care of these guys, or these girls. Because you want to have a good life for them as well. And this is where the sacrifices get made. This is where you don't get to say that I'm going to make just enough money for me. Because that may not be good enough. Because if your kid doesn't have food, well, I don't need to explain too much as to why that would not be a good thing. So that is... The reason why when you get to around my age and older, a lot of people really give up on their so-called dreams, whatever their dream is, whether it's I want to be a aspiring actor or I want to be a musician or I want to become something outside of the ordinary. Now, that's the reason why a lot of people aspire to be something like a CEO because that is something that you could do while you could have a, a, a job in which you are very stable doing something and then work up to becoming this, this CEO one day. But it's also why I admire entrepreneurs a lot because that really is you taking your life and like saying, this is my destiny. I'm going to build something. I don't need anyone else to tell me how I'm going to live my life or tell me how I'm going to do things. And that's tough. Like That's a really tough thing. For me to wrap my mind around how people do that, and that's something that I would love to be able to do at some point. So when you've got more and more factors to care about, like house payments, kids, parents, that maybe maybe your parents are getting older and you gotta take care of them. I mean, it's a, I didn't mean to say parents, but it's a good, it actually is a good point because as your parents get older, you might have to take care of them. Like there are so many factors that go into when you get older in life. Trying to have the life that you want, it's going to be more difficult to do exactly what you want when you've added other people to the equation. The more variables you have, the more difficult it is to juggle everything and to get everything to balance out. So for me, I have struggled personally with this sometimes because I'm at this age where, yeah, I want to do content creation full time I don't want to have another job if I don't have to but at the same time I also want to learn things I also want to be able to because I, I don't have I don't have what it I need right now to really pave the path that I want and have the lifestyle that I want because I still need to make some more money I need to hone in on my craft more I need to become better at things like I need to constantly push to improve myself. And I think that's something that everyone should do is you shouldn't feel like settling. You should keep pushing yourself further and further and further because otherwise you don't really know all that you're capable of doing. Like you're probably capable of doing a lot. And yeah, why would you sell yourself short on that? Gotta keep going. Gotta keep moving forward. I think we all know those people in our lives who we look up to because we see that they're living their dream. We see that they're doing what they want with their lives. And we also see those same people who you know made the sacrifices from doing the things that they actually wanted to do by taking some bullshit job because they needed to to provide and they didn't have any other option in the matter. So the best case scenario is... You find something that you love, and you find a way to make money doing it, which is something we've definitely talked about on several episodes here, and I always reiterate it over and over and over again, because it's not an easy thing to do. It's complicated to actually do that. So I think a lot of our decisions that we make when we get closer to the age of 30 and past 30, those decisions and why we're not living the career or the lifestyle that maybe we want is because we've added people to the equation and now we have to think about things differently. But on that same concept, maybe the lifestyle that you want is that you want to be married or that you want to have kids. Well, then that's okay. Just maybe it'll be harder for you to have the career that you want. Obviously, if you can have it all, that's the way to do it. I mean, we all look at celebrities and there's things that we admire about them. We admire the fact that they have a voice. We admire that a lot of times we know that they're living the, the life that they wanted. We know that they're going after their their dreams. And that's something that's really cool because not all of us get to do that. I hope that I personally get to have a voice and then I get to live more of my dreams I mean I'm happy doing these podcast episodes and if you're watching this on YouTube doing these YouTube episodes or YouTube videos I'm I'm really happy doing these but right now it's not a career it's just a lifestyle for me a lifestyle is I can get done with my nine to five I can put on the camera and I can go or I can push record and I can go Okay, so let's break up the podcast here. Let's talk about all the things that have been going on because I'm gonna be the first one to tell you that this has been a very stressful month for myself and for Brandon, which is one of the reasons why we've been a little bit less active with the podcast and don't get me wrong, guys we're gonna be back more than ever when the first of the year starts. Don't feel like we're giving up on the podcast, we're losing momentum or anything. If you guys knew some of the the behind the scenes of Brandon. He's trying to finish up this semest- first semester of grad school. And I'm trying to, like, I've got a bunch of things to do at work. It's getting real, real stressful coming towards the end of the year here. We've also just got a lot of things going on. And this is what happens when you don't get paid to be full-time podcasters and YouTubers. So, you you gotta make some sacrifices to make sure you got everything in order. However, we love doing this stuff, and we're we're back. We're uh we're gonna be doing a Christmas episode, and I'm really really looking forward to doing that. I had a lot of fun when we did the Halloween episode, talking about ghosts. I think it's episode twenty six. You got to check it out. Do you believe in ghosts? And do you guys believe in ghosts? Because after that episode, I looked at believing in ghosts a little bit differently. I'll say that. Now, when it comes to my life personally, you guys have probably seen me do some live videos or live streams over on my Instagram at Steven Russell B and at Steven with the V. And any of you guys who joined those, I really appreciate it. It's really fun talking to everyone. And yeah, that's just a really cool, cool experience. And sometimes Brandon and I do the Everything Must Go podcast live streams. So be on the lookout for those. That's at EMG Pod. What else is going on? My YouTube channel. I'm always doing at least one YouTube video every week. And I loved the response I got from my video regarding the truth about moving to Chicago. I've gotten a lot of people reach out to me and leave comments about it. And yeah, if you guys haven't seen that yet, check it out. My YouTube channel is Butch Boss. It is nice that people are being more convinced to move to Chicago as a result of watching that video. I didn't really think much of it at the time, but I do think that Chicago does have a special place in my heart personally, because it's, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot going on in Chicago and it's just very upbeat. And I'll admit this time of the year, it's a lot tougher. I like it a lot less, but I think it is some place that if you're trying to do something like me, you're trying to like create some content, do some collaborations and such, it's a good place to be. With that being the case, I am planning on doing some collaborations coming up here. So be on the lookout on my YouTube channel for those. That's a big initiative for me personally. In the new year is to do some YouTube collaborations and really keep pushing the boundaries there. Unfortunately, I broke my microphone. I don't know how. It's just been crazy lately. And that's the reason why the previous podcast episode just does not sound very good. This one might sound a little bit better because I'm recording it on um my phone this time i'm recording the audio so the live stream's audio won't be as good because i don't have the normal microphone but hopefully the actual if you're listening to this episode after the fact hopefully it sounds okay at least doing the best here i was uh pretty pretty frustrated on how the last episode ended up going down i actually liked the content in the episode but it was just Trying to get our Twitch situation to work, which is something we are going to be doing come the first of the year, doing some Twitch streams and such, which are I'm really, really excited about, so that should be fun. As long as my new computer decides to not crash like it did last time, oh my god, I hate technology sometimes, literally just super frustrating. Aside from that, yeah, just being a lookout for us doing our normal things, and we got a Christmas episode coming up, so... If you guys got any comments or you want any anything to be heard on that then yeah reach out to us and um I would I'd I'd like to talk about some Christmas stuff. Also I made a YouTube video in the past where I talk about questions to questions that I have for Santa Claus. I recommend checking that video out. I think I mean it's it's one of those videos that I like <laughs> but I don't know if anyone else does. It doesn't have very many views at all. But there's a lot of holes in this whole Santa Claus thing. So I tried to try to pick those apart, tried to look into that and uh, be curious to know what you guys think. All right. So let's move to the last couple parts of this episode. Why do I think it's important to do what you want in life and not just do what other people tell you to do? I think a lot of reasons for this. So as nice as it is, to do what we want for other people to make them happy, because it takes away the the controversy and the, the conflict between you and another person, you kind of become resentful. And I know that me personally, I become resentful when I feel like I'm making decisions based on someone else. I believe this is something that we've talked about on the podcast before, where when you do something that someone else hinted at like, oh, you know, maybe you should move home or maybe you should take this job because you'll make more money. If that's not really what you want to do, you could just end up being super unhappy. Even if you think it's going to make someone else happy as a result of it, because they're going to feel more comfortable or feel better for you, doesn't mean doesn't mean shit. And another thing, when you take a job, you shouldn't take a job just because other people are going to think that you're cool or feel prestigious about it. A good example for me, when I took my uh, news reporting job, I mean, a lot of people thought it was super cool. I thought it was super cool to have a news reporting job, but at the same time, I was super unhappy, and I couldn't hide that anymore. I couldn't hide from the fact that I didn't feel like I had any control over what I was doing in my life anymore, and that's not a position you want to be in. You want to feel like you're making your decisions because... They're the decisions that you want to make, not because someone else is saying, hey, I think you should do this. Sounds like a good idea. No, it's not going to feel good to continue to do that. And that, for better or for worse, that's the feeling that you get. And why is it important to do what you want? Because when you get to the end of your life, what do you want to look back on? you want to look back on all the things that you wish you did better? you want to look back on all the things that you, are you, are you going to, look, basically, are you going to look back on your life and say, I'm really glad that I did everything that everyone told me to do? Is that going to be the first thought that crosses your head? Or are you going to look back and say, man, I wonder what would have happened if I actually did something that I wanted to do? Because I bet that's probably what you're going to say. That was a big shift in my life when I started thinking about, well, what am I going to look back on and regret? Like right now. Would I look back on regret? There's, I'm not someone who has no regrets. There are certain things in my life that I look back on and I wish I would have done differently. I guess I have no regrets in the fact that I think it's all turned out okay. But there are times where I wish I would have taken an extra step to do something because I wanted to do something else than I did, but I just got nervous for a second. When it comes to choosing your career, it should be something that you feel some sort of a passion about because anytime I've done something that I didn't have passion for, it eventually just catches up to you because you feel like it's work. When you truly, truly are passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work. When I'm working on this podcast, I, I just feel great. I don't feel like I'm exhausted. I feel like I got all the energy in the world. Whereas if you have a job that you hate, you just feel beaten down after a while. If that isn't right there, if that isn't reassuring you that you should do what you want with your life, I don't know what is. That to me is about as an obvious, clear, right in your face example that you should just do what you want more than anything else in this world. And you're only going to be successful at the things that you really care about and that you really actually like doing, because otherwise... How are you really going to be successful? So that's why you should do it. I don't think there's, I think we overcomplicate this thing a lot. Like there's not that much to it. It's just do what is important to you and you won't have the regrets. Now, the difficulty in that comes in someone saying to you, or making fun of you or giving you shit. Like people are, are going to do that regardless, no matter what you do in life. So a good example, if you're an accountant, pretty much the the very stereotypical job of someone, it's very, it's one of those jobs where you don't have to worry about money. It's stable. You're, you're in a good place. But people are going to give you shit if you're an accountant and say your job's boring or saying that you, you have no thrills in your life in the same way that they're going to make fun of Kanye West for rapping about something stupid or for saying something dumb on the news or for saying that he gets paid all this money for doing what, really? Because we're all haters. We all hate. (laughs) We all hate people no matter what they do. I don't know why we're all haters, other than the fact that we're all insecure at the end of the day. We all want to be successful and want other people who were envious of because they actually did something that we couldn't do We want them to fail, and that's a very unfortunate part of life that we feel this way, but hey, that's the way that life is. We don't root for other people nearly as much as we should, in my opinion. And that's something that I wouldn't mind talking about in a future video or podcast episode is just this whole mentality of we root against one another all the time. I mean, a good example is just because this was originally going to be the topic of the episode, but Kevin Hart, right? So he's no longer hosting because he made some, he's no longer hosting the Oscars because he made some comments that people deemed to be very offensive. And I get it. I get why people are, are frustrated and everyone has words to say about it. But at the end of the day, no matter what he tries to do after something like that, people are going to hate him for it. If he apologizes for it, people are going to say it doesn't matter. You're still garbage. If he does nothing, people are going to say you're garbage. If he hosts the show, he's garbage. If he doesn't, he's garbage. No matter what he does, it's going to be the wrong thing. And unfortunately, no matter what you do in life, people are going to say that you're doing the wrong thing. So if you think you're doing the right thing, I think that's all you need. To me, I would rather just, I feel like I'm doing the right thing and just hope that that's enough. Last part here. Me personally, do I feel like I am successful in having the career and lifestyle that I want and not listening to the outside distractions or feeling like I'm compromising myself? And the answer to this is, I think I've gotten pretty good at it over time I've I've definitely gotten better, but don't get me wrong. I definitely think I've made a lot of decisions in my life, even in recent years, that there was an underlying decision made for someone else. And it's going to happen. I don't think that anyone in this world is ever making a decision 100% for themselves. And that's why this is sort of a gray area sometimes because there's always some other factor and i mean even being even being nice to someone is like there's there's motives in that like there's motives in how nice you are to someone or the tone of voice that you use with someone there's so many layers to how we treat people and that being the case you can't really say that I'm 100% doing the things that I want and not making any sort of compromise. I'm definitely making plenty of compromise here on the life that I want. I think about how... I mean, I, I... I guess if I really, really wanted to to make it as big as I can with the podcast and my YouTube videos and stuff, like I should probably just quit my job and work on this full-time, right? But that makes me... That makes me nervous because I have no idea how long it would take to be able to support myself. I don't know. It's something that makes me nervous. So ultimately, there's something in there of a fear that prevents me from making that type of a decision. Now, ultimately, I think I'm doing the right thing personally, but I know there's a hint in that of I'm trying to play the safe route based on the information that I've heard here. I would love to be my own boss at some point here but if you ask me why I don't do that right this minute I don't feel like I know enough to do that yet and that's partially based on people around me telling me that and partially based on I agree that I don't have like enough of this ironed out yet it's something that I hopefully do sooner rather than later but that's me being completely transparent with the idea that It's not an easy thing to do something like that. I think as we all move on, we become a little bit better at being ourselves and making decisions for just us. But we're always gonna look around and see someone who we admire in one way or another and it's gonna push us to wonder what it would be like to go down their path or to try to get their lifestyle. So that about covers everything that I wanted to talk about in this episode. I know it's really weird not having someone for me to have dialogue with back and forth. It was just the circumstance that we were in with this episode where Brandon was busy and we just had to make a a real quick decision on how are we gonna do this episode. And that's the thing about this podcast is we are the creators of the show. Sometimes we're going to make these decisions, and to be honest, I think that's it's kind of nice to switch up our formulas sometimes. So maybe there'll be some episodes where it's just Brandon, some episodes where it's just me, some episodes where we get different guests, and it's all different experiences. I don't want every episode to be the same kind of episode, and I know Brandon feels the same way. But is it going to be nice to then go and do a Christmas episode? Yeah, 100%. I'm super excited about doing a Christmas episode. I'm going to be back home with my family. That'll be fun. So when you guys listen to that episode, I'll be home with the family. I'll also um, be putting out some more YouTube videos and doing all my things. And Brandon will be back on doing some covers on Instagram. His Instagram is at Brandon Flippin Music. So, final thought here on today's episode. When it comes to the career and lifestyle that you want, I think it's important to go after it and to try to block out as many of those external factors as possible, as difficult as it is, because you don't want to be resentful. And if there's a life that you really want for yourself, you've got to do your best to go for it because the decisions that we make that are truly our decisions usually feel pretty good. And there's something to be said about doing that. And when it comes to sometimes making decisions for other people, realize that based on circumstances, it is going to be difficult. If you've got a significant other, if you've got kids, you got to think about them too whenever you're making these decisions. So it's okay that sometimes you're not fully in alignment with what you want because you got to consider all the factors and you got to give yourself a little bit of a break. I think sometimes we're honestly too hard on ourselves. If you guys enjoy this episode, we release at least one episode of the everything must go podcast every single week. You can find it on all of your favorite podcast apps. Just type in everything must go podcast, or you can find us on our social media at EMG pod. That's both our Twitter and Instagram handles. You can also send us an email Our email is emgpod at gmail.com if you wanted to be on the show on a future episode or you had anything you wanted to comment on. You can also leave us a voicemail at 513-427-EMG5. The next episode will be the one where we talk about Christmas stuff. So I'm really excited about that Christmas episode. So be on the lookout for that right around Christmas, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. We haven't decided yet on the day but you'll know by the time that this episode comes out and you can also check our social media to to look into that thank you for listening to this episode and we will well i will and brandon and i will both be back in the next episode talking to you very soon and for any of you who are watching this on youtube special thanks and uh yeah you can watch it on butch boss my youtube channel we'll uh talk to you soon